Hi boys and girls, this is Miss Davis Archando, and today I'm going to be reading Chapter 9, Rigby, from Sophie Washington, The Snitch. We turn to go back in the house, and I hesitate before going to the door. Daddy, can I get in here where we are? Not unless someone opens up the attic door and lets them in. Let's get ready for dinner. Before we sit down to eat, Dad calls the pest control service and schedules them to come to our house tomorrow morning. They can close off the openings and leave traps to catch the animal if it's still there, he explains. They said it sounds like it could be a possum or even a raccoon. Raccoons and possums are nocturnal animals, so they sleep in the daytime and are awake at night. It seems like they're always dealing with some type of critter in our neighborhood. A few months ago, wild pigs dug up our front yard. And a couple weeks after that, we saw an actual alligator when we were riding our bikes by a nearby creek. I may want to sleep downstairs in the guest room tonight, I say. We'll see, Sophie, answers Mom. We sit down to eat, and as usual, Cole scrunches up his nose. Why all the vegetables, Mom? You know I hate spinach. You children need to eat plenty of vegetables so you'll grow up strong and be healthy, Mom answers. Well, I wish that things that were bad for you, like candy and donuts, were healthy, and all the things that were healthy were bad, my brother replies. Then we could have a dinner of cookies and french fries and ice cream with a teeny, teeny bit of carrots for dessert. Well, that's not the way things are, son, so eat up that spinach, Dad instructs. Later that evening, after I take my bath, I tiptoe into my room to listen. I don't hear anything. What you doing? Cole steps right behind me, and I almost jump out of my skin. Don't sneak up on me like that. I wasn't sneaking. I'm just checking to see if I can still hear that animal. You mean Rigby? You've named him? Yeah, I'm calling him Rigby the raccoon. Maybe when mom and dad get him out of the attic, he can come down and be my pet. Boy, you are silly, I say. Raccoons are wild animals. He can tear the house up or scratch your eyes out. He's definitely not a pet. My brother starts looking scared again. I feel bad for him getting upset. Hey, Squirt, maybe I can sleep in the other twin bed in your room until they catch Rigby, just to make sure you're safe. You do that? He asks. Sure, come on. I take his hand and he and I go to the room to go to sleep. Morning comes and for the first time in weeks, I'm ready to leave for school before mom yells at me. I want to get out of here before Rigby or whatever's up in the attic has a chance to make any moves. Hopefully we'll have our visitor out of the house by the time you two get out of school, Mom tells us at drop-off. If not, I'll be back in Cole's twin bed, I say, then wave goodbye. Cole heads off in the opposite direction towards the classes. I can't wait to tell Chloe about the aliens in our attic when I see her. That's crazy, she says. We had some possums in our attic last year, and my dad pulled up, put a trap up there and caught him. There was a whole family up there. Living in Texas is like being on the animal planet, I reply. As if on cue, Lainey bounces down the hall. Lucky for us, she's talking to the group of kids who always surround her, so she leaves us alone. I look at some of them. A few days ago, I realized that Lainey's friends hang with her to stay safe more than because they really like her. For example, Nathan Jones, the boy I beat in the spelling bee last year, Gives her game tokens to Funplex Entertainment Center his father owns. 
He's the smallest boy in the class. And the scrawny Gibson twins, Carla and Carlton, or Carly and Carlton, let Lainey play with their cell phone. Not so long ago, they were probably in my shoes. They just give her what she wants so she won't beat them up. But I've had it with being used by that bully. I'm going to figure out a way to get out of this. No way am I giving her anything else.